Shalom, and welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. The title of this message is The Names of God, Part 4, The Light of the World. In John 1.3, it is written, In Yeshua was life, and this life was the light of men. And then in John 8.12, Yeshua himself very plainly says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. He will have the light of life. Emphatically, Yeshua is saying, I am the creator. He is hearkening back to the very first chapter of Genesis. In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the waters. And the spirit of Elohim was hovering over the face of the deep. Elohim said, let there be light, and there was light. The first thing created was light. God is light. And when Yeshua came, and came as the light of the world, and said, I am the light of the world, he was saying, he was referring the Jews at the time back to Genesis 1, and saying, I'm the God who created life, and light, out of nothing. So, in John 1, 5, it is written, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. I believe that one of the names of God is the light of the world. Because Yeshua said, I am the light of the world. Just like he said, I am the bread of life. Hearkening back to uh, the creation of food, also to the manna that was found in the wilderness. Yeshua said, I am the good shepherd. And he was referring to Psalm 23. Yeshua said, I am the door for the sheep. Whoever enters by me will be saved. He will go in and out and find pasture. Referring to the ancient gates in, in Psalm 19. Our God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. And then listen to this prophecy from Isaiah 9.2. Hundreds of years before the Messiah, it was prophesied by Isaiah that light would come into darkness a second time. It had come in creation the first time, and now it was coming into the world as spiritual light. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. This is Yeshua. This is the Messiah bringing spiritual light now into a dark world. So what was Yeshua revealing? Light reveals. Light comes into darkness and it reveals what's there. What was Yeshua revealing as the light of the world? Well, I believe fundamentally three things, though many more than that are true. Number one, Yeshua was revealing the Father. In Matthew 6, when he was asked how to pray, he said, Pray, Our Father, who art in heaven. In the Gospel of John, Yeshua says, If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And then Yeshua said this in Matthew eleven twenty seven, No one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. 
No one knows the Father. We cannot know the Father except through the Son, the light of the world. Yeshua came to reveal the Father to us. We needed the Son to come as light to show us the Father, and he did. Number two, Yeshua came to reveal the unseen world of angels and demons and the authority that we possess in that realm. Yeshua said in John 1, You will see the heavens opened and the angels of Elohim ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. And we have the record in the Gospels that everywhere Yeshua went, he would cast out demons. He would travel through the cities of Israel, uh, preaching in their synagogues, teaching the gospel of the kingdom, and casting out demons. It's interesting where the demons were. They were in the synagogues. They were in the people or attached to people. Now, let me share with you this uh, incident to really show how Yeshua was revealing not only the world of angels and demons, but the authority. Now he was teaching, this is in Luke 13, starting with verse 10. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years, and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. Now, we would look at someone like that today, and we would say she's got some sort of disease or uh, problems with her bones, various things. Yeshua, he was showing there's a spirit behind this sickness. Verse 12, But when Yeshua saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, There are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore come and be healed on them, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So ought this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for eighteen years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath. Yeshua, this sickness, this infirmity, he relates it directly to Satan binding this woman in some way. And he comes to reveal as the light of the world that there is spiritual roots to the problems that assail us and there's spiritual authority to make things right. It says in the book of Acts that Elohim anointed Yeshua of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and he went around doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil because Elohim was with him. And in John 14, uh, we, Yeshua tells us that we would do what he does. He came to reveal the authority we have in the spiritual realm. And third, Yeshua as the light of the world came to reveal that salvation and life is through faith and not works. In Matthew 12, 37, Yeshua said, By your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Earlier he had said, Out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. And then in Mark eleven twenty two, Yeshua said, Have faith in God. Jesus told parables about faith. Yeshua talked about faith. Yeshua demonstrated faith. He came to show us and to reveal uh, to us that salvation, life, all of life was through faith. And this was predicted in Habakkuk 2.4 where it says the just shall live by faith.
Now, today, through the Spirit of life, Yeshua gives us light. Yeshua gives us light so we can know Him. In John 17, 3, Yeshua said, This is eternal life, that, they, that you may know Him. The Sorry. This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Yeshua Messiah, whom you have sent. And then Paul in Philippians 2 says that he has counted his entire life as nothing, that he might know Messiah and the power of the resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Paul's deep desire and the purpose of our lives is to know our Father, to know our Savior, and to know the Spirit. Uh, back in 2002, uh, my dad, Albert Hintz, uh, died of bone marrow cancer. Uh, he was 66 years old. In my opinion, that's too young to die. Uh, but the, the illness took my dad, and I, I began to grieve. I was able to speak at his funeral, which was helpful. Uh, but there was, there was something missing in my life after that. You see, my dad was a good friend of mine. Uh, my dad taught me how to play baseball. He coached my basketball team. He, he was there for us. He was a good dad, and you know, he taught us to follow the Lord. And he witnessed to us like he witnessed to other people. And the Holy Spirit helped use my dad to help lead me to faith in Yeshua, uh, saving faith in Yeshua. And now my dad was gone. And I was missing that presence in my life. About six months after my dad's funeral, uh, I was out in Montana I'd been invited to do a week-long conference on activating spiritual gifts. And the, the conference was in the evening, so every day I would go for a prayer walk. And one of those days I was walking and praying and thinking about life and my future. The voice of my Heavenly Father came to me, and he said, Daniel, I want to connect with you as a father connects with his son. I want Daniel, I want to connect with you as a father connects with his son. What was Father God saying to me? He say he was saying, I want to be more than just a distant God to you. I want to be more than just uh, someone who sent a savior so you can live eternal life. He said, I want to be like your dad. I want to be that presence in your life that can guide you and can help you and yet you can trust and you can cast your cares upon me. He said, I want you to, really, what he was saying is, I want you to take me by the hand. I'll lead you, and you can, you can count on me the rest of your life. Daniel, I want to connect with you as a father connects with his son. Well, right there on the road out in Montana, I took the hand of God, and I've never regretted it. He's led me all over the world. He's brought me into situations that were miraculous. Uh, sometimes uh, I was questioning why he brought me to these places, but I've, I've always been able to count on him and his faithfulness. To know him as my father, that is why Yeshua came. He gives us life, light, so that we can know our father. Another reason that Yeshua gives us light is that so that we can grow spiritually. In Proverbs 4.18, it is written, The path of the righteous is like the shining of the sun that shines ever brighter until the perfect day. 
Consider that a minute. The path of the righteous is like the shining of the sun. It shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. We're ordained in this life to grow spiritually and to shine brighter. Yeshua said to us, You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. In John 16, 13, Yeshua said, The Spirit of truth will come, and he will guide you into all truth. Earlier, Yeshua had said, I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. As we grow spiritually, Yeshua, through his Spirit, can reveal more things to us, and then we can grow more spiritually. This is the purpose of his light. Several years ago, uh, I was beginning in the prayer walking ministry and learning as I went. And it's always exciting to me that Father uses me as he's training me. He uses me as he's working on me. Well, God had given me uh, a certain day in December and a, a city in northern Michigan in the Upper Peninsula, a Mesa, Michigan. It's a little town out in western UP. Uh, I think it was December 7th. But there was one day that I was to go there and walk and pray all day. Well, I was living uh, downstate at the time, and the drive probably was a six-hour drive. And my friend Ron and my other friend Kennard, uh, I asked them to go with me. Uh, they didn't walk with me, but they took the trip with me. So much of the drive north, uh, Ron, Kennard, and I were actually talking about angels. Uh, angels are mentioned dozens of times in the Bible. And we're told that angels are ministering spirits sent to minister to those who will inherit salvation. We quoted many scriptures. We, we quoted encounters with angels that we had had. And we talked about warring with angels and, and uh, ministering with angels and a whole variety of topics. Then uh, we stayed in a motel that night. And the next morning, Ron and Kennard uh, took me out to a mesa and they dropped me off. And the first thing that I noticed was the Christmas decorations where they were dropping me off were up on the light poles and they were angels. And then the moment my foot hit the pavement in a Mesa, Michigan, I saw this vision. I saw angels, many angels. And they were, the whole day that I walked and prayed, they, they, were, like, they were rolling something up. It looked like people rolling up a piece of carpeting. But I knew that there was some type of evil that had been thrown over this town or over this region. And as I walked that day, those angels uh, rolled up that evil thing, and then at the end of the day, they took it away. This was part of my training. Before that trip, uh, I wasn't tuned in to the fact that my prayers and my voice and the scriptures I declared were actually giving angels word to work with. Now I know these two scriptures. Joel 2.11 says, Elohim sends out his voice ahead of his army. Mighty is the one who executes his word. And then in Psalm 103, I believe it's worth verse 19 and 20, it says, the angels of God are mighty. They take heed to the word and perform the word. And then you can also read in Hebrews chapter 1 about the activity of angels 
as they take the word of God that's spoken through us and they perform that word. So this was progressive revelation from the spirit of Yeshua for me as I'm involved in prayer walking ministry and land cleansing and, and imparting things into the earth. The angels are performing the words that come out of my mouth. Another reason that Yeshua gives us light is so that we can help others. Again, Matthew 5, Yeshua said, You are the light of the world. He didn't just say that he was the light of the world. Through his spirit, through faith, through walking in the kingdom, through progressive revelation, through knowing him, we then are the light of the world, and we're here to do what Yeshua did. A number of years ago, I was ministering uh, at a church on a Sunday evening service and doing personal prophecy for people. And there was a woman there that night who came forward, and this is what she said to me. She said, and she was in her 50s, she said, my husband just left me for another woman and moved to Texas. And I want to know what God wants me to do with the rest of my life. Wow, <laughs> uh, there's a big challenge to a man uh, who is uh, doing personal prophecy in a ministry setting. Well, I began to pray for this woman. She wanted to know what God wanted her to do with the rest of her life. And I, I prayed quietly. I had my eyes closed. Uh, normally, when the gift of prophecy is flowing through me, it comes right away, but not this time. I waited and it probably was only a few minutes. It seemed like longer. Uh, but after a few minutes of not receiving anything from the Lord, I finally saw a, just a mental picture of the word photography. And I at first tried to just kind of push it away and thinking, well, this isn't very spiritual. <laughs> but it didn't leave. I continued to see one word in my mental vision, photography. So after waiting a little while longer, I finally opened my eyes and I said to the lady, I'm just getting one word, photography. Well, she immediately got excited. She said, that's it. That's it, photography. I love photography. I studied photography in college. That's exactly what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. You see, Yeshua gives us light that we can help others. This woman was crushed by the failure of her marriage and she was pursuing Yeshua, pursuing the Lord and she came to hear a man who had the gift of prophecy and she was listening to me as I prophesied to others. It was building her faith. She finally came forward and that light came to me and through me to her and it changed her whole life. Another testimony there's a pastor, his name is Henry Wright, and he actually wrote a book entitled A More Excellent Way. Henry Wright has a, had great success with healing, a healing ministry, and he's a, he even trains others to do this type of healing. And he says that at least 80% of disease has spiritual roots, and most of the spiritual roots of disease can be traced to anxiety, fear, and stress. 
And one of the testimonies in the book, A More Excellent Way, uh, stands out to me. Henry was in a, a conference, and he was teaching on healing and the spiritual roots of disease. And he was moved by the Spirit uh, just to say something like this out loud. Um, there are three women here with severe arthritis. And the Lord is saying to you, it's because of unforgiveness. You have unforgiveness in your heart. Uh, you have a real bitterness for, toward at least one person. And the Lord is saying to you three women right now, if you'll come forward and if you'll forgive, he'll heal you of this arthritis. Well, two of the women were, were willing to come forward. And Henry spoke to them about forgiveness. He quoted some scriptures about forgiveness. He talked to them about Yeshua on the cross, saying, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. And I'm not sure uh, now if he led them in a prayer or they prayed on their own exactly how it happened. But those two women forgave right there at the altar. And the whole crowd, the whole conference watched as their, as their hands that were gnarled and, and twisted straightened out. They were both healed in, in the front of the eyes of hundreds of people at this conference because they were willing to forgive. And the, the book by Henry Wright, it gives testimony after testimony of similar things. We receive light from Yeshua so we can help others. Now I'd like to share another testimony with you. This one comes from a book by a man named James Roots. The name of the book is Mega Shift. James Roots was a skeptic who was hearing about miracles all over the world. And he was financially secure enough that he began to travel all over the world to investigate these miracles. And he certainly became a believer. James Roots writes in Mega Shift. In June of 1999, two Korean women came to pray for a village in Uzbekistan. Now, just let me pause there in, in the reading. There's two women from Korea who've been told by Jesus to go to Uzbekistan and pray for a cert, certain village in that country. They were prompted by the Holy Spirit. I don't know the details of that, but uh, why would two Korean women go to Uzbekistan? Only through the leading of the Spirit of Yeshua. And I'll continue reading. Although they spoke only Korean, they were invited by gestures to enter a home and pray for an old man who was unable to move. One of the ladies, Kim, said later, the lame man began to wriggle and then stood up as though someone had just cut his chains. He was healed. But as he got to his feet, the Koreans suddenly realized that the impressed bystanders had no idea why the man was healed. So in desperation, Kim began explaining the gospel in Korean, hoping they would understand a word or two and catch the drift. To their amazement, the people listened in rapt attention for the next 20 minutes because they were all hearing her in their own language. More than 40 people became followers of Yeshua that day. And then James Roots uh, quotes Acts 2. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, How hear we every man in our own language, wherein we were born.
these two Korean ladies, uh, they're, they're, they're wonderful and they're my heroes. They go to a foreign nation where they can't speak the language simply because the Holy Spirit has, has uh, told them to go there. And then uh, they don't know the language, but that doesn't matter. In the power of the Spirit, they began speaking in the language of the people that were there. And people were born again. Hallelujah and awesome. So just to review, Yeshua is the light of the world. Our Father, God, is light. In Him is no darkness at all. They give us light so that we can know them. Our Father and our Savior give us light so we can grow spiritually. Our Father and our Savior, they give us light so we can help others. We can do what Yeshua did as we walk the earth. He said that we are the light of the world. So we do what Jesus did. Yeshua revealed the Father, and we reveal the Father. Yeshua took authority in the spiritual realm, and we can take authority in the spiritual realm. Yeshua lived by faith as he walked the earth, and we can now live by faith as we walk the earth. Shalom and bless you.